Welcome back to the Fantasy Show. Yeah, you got to remember now, there's a camera. There's a camera. You got to look at the camera. So every so often, you got to look at the camera. We're not live, at least. No. So we can edit out any stupidity, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. So we're going to try this out, because a lot of you said, if we get video, you'll watch. That's right. You said this was, we're trying to make you happy. Yeah. This is all for you. Um, there's so obviously there's a third person in the studio, which you'll find out later. Yeah. On the other show, watch. Well, don't. I don't know if you're gonna watch the yeah. regular show, the no. the main show. Well, I don't think we have video for the regular show because uh. we can't figure out the setup. But hey, uh. we're flying by the seat of our pants. We're, we're figuring this out as we go. It's a common theme here <laughs> on Tampa Bay Cop Talk. It's what we do. You've tuned into Tampa Bay Cop Talk. You're back. Yeah. This is the fantasy show. We're gonna go run down some players you should be looking at for the fantasy league. Uh, should we do the standings first? Though we Find, always do, we the, standings always do first. the standings first. And this week's standings will be extra special, extra special. I don't know why, but I just have a feeling. Get ready. I haven't looked at the table in quite some time. If I'm this being, could go on for if a while. I'm being honest, <laughs> <laughs> haven't looked at the standings. All I right, I've been trying not to look at them as I'm. So, I'm like I'm man you right now. Yeah. Twelfth. Yeah. You know? And so we're going to run that table, bottom and top, as always, and we're going to look at the top team and what that brilliant owner has done to get that top spot, as we always do. Help me out, guys. This we're is normal. To, we're this is need the to, normal uh, standard operating procedures. So at the bottom of the table, Alice Sullivan with Soli LFC, 273 points. She is Hang in there, Darby Alice. County. No what? offense, Alice, but you are a full 50 points off of everyone else. Uh, Watford. Yeah, Watford of this <laughs> season, you are you are the the Derby County of our league. Sorry, Come on, hang in there. Come on, Soli LFC, you got this. In nineteenth, the Cobblers with Ray Kelly, two three hundred twenty nine points. As you see, the fifty six point gap there between bottom spot and nineteen. <laughs> Don't want to rub it in. Sorry. In eighteenth, Manny. Manny, oh, you're dropping Manny. down the table, Manny. It's, you know what? The Rowdies have a playoff push. Manny's yeah. distracted. Yeah, I'm going to give him a break and assume that he'll come back second half, half right. of the season. You're right. You're right. We can expect better from Manny. He's got 365 points with Matip boys. In 17th, Garrett, once again, there's a lot. And he used his wild card. Yeah. How'd you get it wrong twice, bud? Yeah, come on, Garrett. <laughs> I've told him that to his face. But the horse and jockey players, all at uh, the bottom here. All at the bottom. Come on, guys. I can't carry us to victory alone, okay? So Cloptimus Prime, Garrett, has 369 points. In 16th, Anfield Rouge with Renato Lima. 369 as well. Wait a second. I'm seeing here we have three players on 369 points from 15th to 17th. The other player being Chuck 1985 uh, with 369. And 14th, Tyler Hutowski with Ledyard Rebels, 380 points, tied with Who Needs Slabhead? Which is, I like that name. Yeah, 380 points. In uh, 12th, the David Rice, ladies and gentlemen, with 387 points. I still haven't fixed my team name. Yeah, offensive team name. <laughs> Get, get I just can't it. stand their their censorship. Yeah, it's true. You know? Yeah, it wasn't even that offensive. Yeah. Um, uh, anyways, Shoddy has dropped down the table since shoddy. coming into Falling the league. Falling apart, Shoddy. Came into the league. I hope. Uh, are you watching in Saudi? <laughs> uh, he came into the league, was in first, if you remember, and then just promptly fell off the table. He has three hundred ninety-eight points. Now we're in the four hundreds. Now we're in the top half. Let's talk about six. Scott Stewart, 404 points in ninth. How did Tom sneak into the top ten? Well, he, he picked up Mateep when it was hot, and he just rode that wave out. He listened to our advice, and he, he captured. That's how you win this league, He hasn't folks. sold him off yet, though. That's true. He's, and he's still starting And that's a key him. injury. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, was skirtled with 405 points in ninth. Jack Kane has fallen down the table. Changed his team name. Uh, stopped so, captaining Sterling, did you? Yeah. Oh, no, he, he probably did. fell didn't. for that uh, peer pressure, <laughs> did you, Jack? Did I make you feel bad? How dare you? 
Uh, Jack K, no scum players, which is what I roasted him for the whole time I saw him at the AGM, <laughs> was how he had scum players in his team. He's got 410 points, tied in seven with Mike Hanna. Calm as you like with 410 points. In six, Ale Ale Ale, 412 points, JT Thomas. Ryan Ford in fifth with the champion spelled with There's a, a horse and jockey guy there you representing go. in the top 423. five. 423. He was, he, was, he was hounding me for my captaining of Mane consistently because it's, it's one of the main reasons. Wait. Don't want to get. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Whoa. We'll get there. All right. We'll all right. get there. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Dys- Dyslexia United. Adam Booth has is in fourth. Top four here. European places. Four hundred twenty-four points. Tied in third with the unbearable Reds. Matt Fisher. Four hundred twenty-four points. In second, we have Ryan Hitowski, Morning Glory, with four hundred thirty-two points. And is that the, like an Oasis reference? Is it? Let is us it? know. Let us know. Uh, Drop it in the comments. And at the top of the table, with four hundred forty-three points. Kamchesky's bald army, myself. Let's look at that team. With Loris in goal. <laughs> I just, uh... Yes, I took the top spot with Yoris snapping his arm. In half, <laughs> so how boss am I, right? <laughs> so here we go. Uh, my starting lineup, it won't be Hugo Loris anymore. We're going to get into it later, my, my, my strategy, what I'm going to do going forward. But I've got Loris in goal, Alexander Arnold, Andy Rabo. Martin, you gotta have our fullback. Martin Kelly was my highest scoring <laughs> defender last week, folks. I said it. He's putting in a solid shift at Palace. You gotta give him credit. I think I said it in the first fantasy show we had. Yeah. Uh, like if you or need the, a cheeky guy that's cheap that gets clean sheets. Yeah. Is like a key player for yeah, his team. Yeah. He's been playing for Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, like every other game, is getting a clean sheet against teams that aren't as good. Um, and yeah, he got an assist against uh, who do they play? Uh, the you're like, aren't as good. I'm like, yeah. well, Palace aren't as good as they look right now. Yeah, that's true, too. <laughs> They're like, but what, yeah, fifth? Martin Kelly's been getting me the points. Been captaining Sadio Mane, and he's just been scoring and assisting like crazy. Yeah. I have Mason Mount. I have James Madison. So, okay, on Mane, do you get points for the penalty? Yes, it's an uh. assist. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Loving it every day of the week. <laughs> uh, Mason Mount, James Madison, Harry Wilson. I have Tammy Abraham, Timo Pukki. Callum Wilson, and then my bench is Agnes Gunn, the goalkeeper from Southampton. I picked up Deli Ali thinking that Spurs were going to turn, turn the it around. <laughs> Apparently not. That's uh, that's probably going to be my transfer next week. <laughs> Look out for it <laughs> on the league. Uh, Maitland Niles and uh, Jan Valerie from Southampton as well. And that's that's the leading team right there, folks. Wow. Um, you got some Southampton in there. Yeah, like you know it. what? I have Hoosberg. Ho- just to, whatever, just to rehash it, my whole strategy, all defenders are wingbacks because yeah. those are the ones most likely to get an assist. Yeah. Um, I j- if I you get a clean sheet, it's a bonus. I bought into the hype that Sadio Mane is going to have a better season than Mo, and so far it's kind of, I don't yeah, know, it's no, kind of even, but it's playing out. And, yeah. yeah, I've jumped on all the hot names up front early on, Timo Pukki, Colin Wilson, and Tammy Abraham. Will that stick around? I don't know. Obviously, people going through peaks and valleys. Timo Pukki, <laughs> as we'll talk about coming up shortly, going through a bit of a valley. But I think Are you going to sell him now? I, 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 think, I think I'm getting there. In fact, so th- maybe that's the segue. Let's get into it. All right. Because we're, we're talking about some disappointing players so, uh, in this early part There's of the season. There's quite a few. There's quite a few. And one of them we have down here is Timo Pukki, and we talked about it. At some point, it is going to slow down for him, the the goal rate. He wasn't going to keep scoring a no. goal and a half on average. He's going to get marked out of games. That's and what so was bound to happen. Recently, it's not even that they've been playing teams that are difficult. Like, they just played Villa at home and got absolutely Dusted. Was, what was it, like spanked. five or yeah, six? it was like five or six. Yeah, it was six one or yeah. something like that. Was, got oh, absolutely spanked. So, you know. And it's like two weeks after doing City. Yeah. <laughs> 
So like so that's you, the league for you. When you come up in the league, uh, you have that first period where it's just like you just it's just a celebration. Oh, yeah. we're here. We've made yeah. it. Let's You're just enjoy, happy to be involved. Enjoy the moment, and then you get to the trudge of the season, which is right about now. Yeah. And it becomes it becomes the work. It's not just the oh, we're here. It's fun to be here. Let's celebrate. Oh, the last time we were here, this is what happened. Yeah. They beat City. Oh, what it, like that beating City was like the end of their welcome party. Yeah. It, well, that's what I kind of like or uh, respect about Sheffield United. They came in from day one and they were just like, get to work. Yeah. There was no like celebration period. There yeah. was no like, oh, this is the feel good time. It was just like nitty gritty from yeah. the kickoff. And you have to it. give it to them. Like they've been surprisingly good. Yeah. For what I thought they were going to be, which was automatic relegation material. Yeah. So, so but, but but as far as Timo Pukki goes, I'm I'm thinking about selling him. As we said, buy him low, let his value go up, sell him high, pick up a couple extra point two million or whatever for your your transfer value. Um, but yeah, it's now comes the trudge, and he hasn't been in form, and it's hard to get in form when it's the trudge. Um, and so I I don't have faith in him to really pick it back up until probably after the Christmas break. He's going to score goals, granted. but He'll be involved. I just yeah. don't think he's a reliable option as he was in the first few weeks yeah. of the season. Well, we talked about, like, you know, that. The, all right, so now we're in that trudge period. But then, like, towards the end of the season when, you know, if you're in that mid-table area, you just kind of, yeah. like, let's just go for it. Yeah. I think he'll pick it up back yeah. then. Do, well, so I'd pick him back up in, like, maybe February, March sometime when yeah. he's still low in terms of value. Yeah. But then you can – like watch that value explode. And it depends again. where Norwich is. If Norwich That's is true. struggling, That's true. if they're in like relegation zone still, yeah. then maybe not. Maybe but if, not. If they're a little, if it looks like they're safe, then yeah, they'll probably have more opportunity just to go for games. And yeah. At that point, yeah. I mean, the way they play naturally, they're going to go for games a lot. So, yeah. so Timo Puki, a little bit of a disappointment now. A little bit. I, I'm going to get rid of him to be completely honest. I would too. So not him or Deli Ali. I have to make a decision. Well, you got to get rid of Ali first yeah. because Spurs. Yeah. As we'll just go right into it. Spurs are in shambles. Yes, they are. And Absolute mess. Listen, folks, it's not just that uh, they can't figure out on the pitch. There's a lot of behind yeah. the scenes. A lot stuff. of behind the scenes. Should we get into the rumor? Yeah, let's get into it. Let's the just rumor, talk about the rumor. The rumor is that <laughs> Jan Vertonghen made a pass or slept with Christian Eriksen's wife, and then uh, in the locker John room, Terry on him. Yeah, in the locker room, when confronted, <laughs> Harry Kane said, wah, 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 and punched him in the face. He, those are the, that's an exact quote, folks. Yep. <laughs> he did show up at a press conference, I guess, with like a black eye or something. Yes. I don't know. The then people a, couldn't figure it out. They're saying like Poch lost the locker room now. I don't well, know. Well, listen, happening. before the Champions League final, Poch was very open in saying that if they won the final, he would leave. So it's not a very healthy work environment. No. When the guy who's in charge is like, well, I was going to leave anyways. You know, yeah. Christian Eriksen queuing up out. his exit. Uh, Alder Wild is getting old and still pissed off that he wasn't allowed to go to Man United. Yeah. Jan Vertonghen obviously is not a popular guy. No. Hugo Lloris is on the drink and broke his arm. <laughs> um, they sold their best wing back, their best two wing backs in the last three or four years and can't get it together. Deli Ali's been hurt. Yeah. Christian Eriksen, who's supposed to be the key center part, like we said, doesn't want to be there and his wife has gone astray. <laughs> <laughs> his wife, his life, the whole thing. Everyone's now realizing that Harry Kane is a good leader when things are going well because he's, you know, a lead-by-example guy, but he's not a rah-rah, let's do this, yeah. you know? Because he came yeah. out at the beginning of the season and said, we're going to challenge for the title this year, and pff, it's already done. He did score an amazing goal a couple weeks ago in which he both dived and scored. Yeah. It was I, That's an amazing thing to do, you know? Uh, in Europe, <laughs> they're not doing great. And then you got to consider this. 7-2 yeah. at the hands of Bayern. Ouch. The England national team, for the most part, is like a subsidiary of Tottenham. Yeah, and they basically. just lost the Czech Republic after going 1-0 up early. 
Yeah. One of the worst Czech Republic teams ever. That's going to put a bad mood on the whole Spurs team when they come back because yeah. they feel like they own that England team. Yeah. Um, it's the new stadium's good. not being filled with positive energy, man. Look, they, <laughs> they lost uh, to Brighton. Um, 3-0, too. Like, no one should lose 3-0 to Brighton. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no one. The 7-2 Bayern thing will stick in their heads longer than they care to admit. You see somebody put up the, I told you we broke them, and it was a Rigi standing in front of the Madrid crowd, and, you know, two, seven. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Wow. Well, the, th- the memes going around was that, you know, at Arsenal, Serge Gnabry was 27, and there uh. are some bangers done it again. <laughs> 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 He's figured a way to get after Spurs, you know. Oh, what a brilliant move uh, by Arsene Wenger. Loans him to West Brom, so he fails, so he has to sell him to Bayern Munich, <laughs> so he eventually beats our Spurs in their new stadium, 7-2. Uh, yeah. It's a master class. Spurs are falling apart, and while they do have the ability to turn it around, I just don't think it's just yet. And like I said, I have Daly Ali. I don't rely on any of these attackers no. to do anything because they don't have the chemistry. The football on the pitch isn't coming together, and behind the scenes, it's tits Apparently up. Apparently yeah. a mess. Don't I actually early call? Pochettino leaves in January. Yeah, for Real no, Madrid. Real Madrid because they're they're a mess too. Zidane, uh, what, what does he even need to stick around like yeah. for this crap for? You know what yeah. I mean? Like he's already won three European Cups with him. What do you? Although, uh, you're not going to win the league. This although year. I'm, the narrative is that Real Madrid's fault, but they are top of the league right now. But I, <laughs> I, I, it's like is. not on merit really. Maybe no. on Barcelona just not getting their stuff together. No. But here's the real thing: La Liga is not as good. No, it's 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 going through a little bit of a dip right now. Yeah. I would like. I still think Atletico might win that league. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Atletico doing well. So let's let's continue down the line and just continue to roast our rivals. Yeah. Richarlison. Trash. Yeah, uh, he's had one good game all season. Everton are now in the relegation zone, which is just a beautiful sight. Yeah, <laughs> I posted on the Horse and Jockey page a photo from ESPN FC of the relegation <laughs> race, and Man United and Everton are both in the graphic. I like how they put them in the bottom right too, as if to say like these two are definitely yeah. going down. And the, the facial expression <laughs> on Ali, the uh, the Hispanic dude to the left oh, yeah, of the picture, but, yeah. is how I feel. Just a nice little this, just. He's like, yeah, you see that? Because, yeah, Everton <laughs> and United in the relegation race, you couldn't, you hate to see it, folks. Uh, but no, you don't. When, what that means <laughs> is when those two teams They're are not going down. In They're the not relegation really going to go down. What that obviously means is none of their star players are performing. I, I did enjoy the footage of Marco Silva coming over to say hi to the fans after the loss at Burnley yeah. and just the absolute fume coming yeah. at him. Oh, it's great. So, yeah, Richarlison, who's supposed to be the flashy you know, technical player of Everton's side hasn't been I've I signed him after his one big game and he's done nothing, got rid of nothing. him almost instantaneously. Yeah. And Moise Keynes continues to be invisible. Yeah, Awobi's not there. doing doing anything. Like yeah. is Awobi is Awobi even playing? No. So Either is Moises Keen, which doesn't make sense because he came from Juventus, big club. It was a big deal. They made a huge deal about it. What did he say? What was his quote? Like, was he the one that said seven goals? Seven goals. It was a Wobie that said seven goals. I've got seven goals in me. Yeah. That's your cap at seven, man. But yeah, the whole Everton squad is in shambles, and we'll we'll see if they can turn it around. But I yeah, yeah. once again, I mean, you've got to you've got to expect at some point they're going to rattle off like five victories in a row over opposition that they should beat. Yeah. But I don't like they're talking about bringing David Moyes back. Which, hey, he's a football genius. I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm all for it, baby. Oh, that's gonna be. Uh, the Anfield rap was talking about how depressing the press conference would be. <laughs> oh yeah, I was like, yeah, that would be brutal. Um, so moving on down the line, next up, I put Manchester United attackers. Where are they gonna get goals from at this point, man? Yeah. Like I know, like you on paper, these players all have talent, 
Well, you don't realize like how much Lukaku was dependent upon until he's gone. Yeah. I don't know why they got rid of him, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, um, Oli's at the wheel, and it's <laughs> and the the car is falling apart. Yeah. Um, and this is hey, this is what happens. You get a new manager, you get that bump, and remember, everyone was saying it at the time. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, when he came in and was given caretaker, all those all those games he had, he should have won. Yeah, no. And he did what he should have done. Yeah. But he earned a job off the back of that because of that miraculous PSG win, which was not on merit, if we're being honest. I could watch Rio Ferdinand talk about Man United's back, baby. <laughs> I watched that clip, like, just shoot it straight into my veins. <laughs> if they could bottle this, I would chug it. If there's a clip of Rio Ferdinand after they beat PSG. He's like, what you do is you sit him down with a contract. You say how much you want, how long do you want it for, and you sign the ting, Manchester United are back, baby. And it just fills my soul with joy every time watching they it. they thought that. They I, ever thought that. If you need the clip and you're feeling down, just text me, DM me, and I'll send but it see, to you. But see, now they're at this point, though, when you listen to United supporters, it's like, well, we got to keep him because you got to end the coaching carousel at some point, right? Yeah. Which I get. But I'm like, maybe just go no. out and get like a fresh face. Somebody Listen, that's just like, no one knows who this person they're is. They're having their Roy Hodgson moment right now. Yeah, they are. And the reason Liverpool survived their Roy Hodgson moment is because they ended it as soon as they possibly could. <laughs> and so I don't want to give Manchester United solid advice, but you're in the middle of your Roy Hodgson moment. Where you got to recognize it. Where you're drawing and losing to teams, and your manager is saying things like, "Well, the effort was good." Like you're right. in the in that moment, you need to get rid of to them. Newcastle, who are, I mean, I like Newcastle and everything. I respect them as a football club, but they got no business with that squad and and Steve Bruce like staying up. That probably. was Steve Bruce's first time ever beating United head to head. Ever. He literally shows up and tries to lose to United. Yeah. And he beat United. He's like, I've done you enough service. I'm beating this team. I think he showed up and he tried to lose. And then they won. And he's like, this Man United team, shit. <laughs> Could be that as well. Why can't they win? But yeah, Manchester, if you're looking, because if you're signing attackers, you want goals and assists. And the only way you can get assists is if other people on the team are scoring goals. And obviously you can only get yeah. goals if they're scoring goals. Like, and neither are happening for Manchester And then the United. midfield is just terrible. Like, And I love how <laughs> you you turn it on and they like the Manchester United starting lineup. And there's at least like three guys on the in the lineup that I'm like, I don't know if I've ever seen him play before. Yeah. Twan like, who, who is it? Who, who the hell, where did he come from? Chong. Patrick Chong. Yeah, I yeah. still couldn't pick Diego Delo or whatever out of a lineup. I couldn't. I, could, I can't tell you like what their future looks like. Name one guy in their academy. Yeah. <clears throat> no promising. Yeah. And listen, hey, we're Liverpool supporters. Their next match after the break is us. Yeah. Do you fancy their attackers having a good day against our back line against with Allison possibly back in there? Yeah, Van Dyke and probably Matip back as well. Probably. Like, that's, yeah. Probably. Probably don't Even wanna... if it's Dejan Lovren. Yeah. Which we're going to, I have the whole Dejan Lovren diatribe on the, for the main <laughs> show, but we'll save that. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, Manchester United attackers, disappointing because they're a top six squad and they're in the bottom half of the league. So. Yeah. They're not scoring the goals. Next up, our boy, the uh, the great American hope, Christian Pulisic. Very disappointing. <sighs> yeah, although, like, all right, if you bought in, definitely sell now, for now. Yeah. But I still think, like, at some point, I think this is more of a challenge from Lampard. It's like, so when you look at Pulisic's career, like, he's always had things kind of carved out for him. Like, at Dortmund, he was, like, basically handed a role. Yeah. But I think he's hit this point in his career and in his potential where Lampard's like, I got dudes that can play that role. You need to show me what it is that what, yeah. why am I going to put you on the pitch? Yeah. What is it that your role makes you special? You need to figure that out. I think it's more of a challenge from Lampard than him saying like, 
you're not worth it. No, he's, it's not saying he's not good enough. Yeah. I mean, think about... That seems to be how it's being translated by yeah. the media, but I don't think that's We've gone through this with Fabinho, with yeah. Keita. It, there takes a betting-in period for yeah. players coming to this league, and it's no different for Christian Pulisic. Huh. And he's only still 21. He's a kid. So, like, he needs to bet in, get used to the system. He already has an assist. It was a good assist earlier in the year. Yeah. He hasn't been playing, like terrible it's just that he has to get used to the new territory the, the new setup a new team right. and there's senior players there like willian like pedro they might be getting past it but and they people have are like proven success like well there's other young players starting over him remember that mount played at derby under lampard last year he knows what he wants he knows the systems that he wants to play it didn't abraham play at derby last year as well no he, no, no, he, he played was, in the championship but no he didn't he didn't play but so he's he's Lampard has seen more of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's more familiar with him than he yeah, is yeah. with Pulisic. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, you know, you can't even count that because he knows these kids. Yeah. Plus they're English kids. Yeah. So he's, he's probably seen them even more than just in the championship. You yeah. know what I mean? So just give him a minute. I'm, I'm still confident yeah. that Christian but Pulisic will break into that team. Him and wait till he starts getting minutes before you yeah. pick him back up. Wait till he's playing regularly. Listen, I'm pretty sure like 50% of our league picked him up with the first. <laughs> like, oh, I'm pretty it. sure most of you picked him yeah. just straight out the game. I picked him. I picked him straight out the gate, yeah. and I realized Sucka. I switched him for Mason Mount about two weeks ago because I was like, Mason Mount's obviously getting the minutes. So no, I didn't pick him because I was just like, let's see what happens. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know if he was going to adjust to the league well. So Next up on the list, the guy that we should have signed because we have no depth and we're shit, is Pepe. <laughs> Sorry, that was a stab at all of you. We don't have depth people out there. I know there's a lot of you. Yeah, uh, no. but $70 million for this kid, and he was never going to start. Yeah, right? Never going to start for us. He would be our Pulisic sitting on the bench waiting to work in. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Pepe brought in. player we didn't need. He's had silky moves. He's been he's been flashy at points, but he hasn't oh, had the he final. Oh, he Virgil van Dijk. Yeah, oh. but he hasn't had the final product, which is why you bring a guy in for $70 million. Yeah, exactly. And, look, I, I don't doubt that Pepe will pan out in the long run. I think that. It's like again a betting in period. Uh, what's his name? The coach, uh, Emery. Emery. Yeah. <sighs> Drawing a blank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, Emery. I think you know his systems are complicated to learn as well. It's not just like you don't just walk in. So eventually, it will come together for him. But right now, yeah. I wouldn't own him from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, disappointing. One hundred. If if Nabi Keita is disappointing and and a, a waste of sixty million because he hasn't kicked off yet, then I'm, Pepe's getting there, man. Like it's nah. we're three months in and he hasn't contributed at all in any meaningful. I think we're about to see the first Nabi Keita stretch yeah. where he's gonna he's gonna run things, but we'll see. Yeah, Pepe's disappointment. Another one we had him last time and he's still disappointing because he can't even get on the pitch. But he came from Juventus for all this money and Everton did a whole social media campaign about welcome. Moises, Moises Keane, well, another Everton player, disappointed. Yeah, doesn't even play. Yeah, what the heck, man? You're supposed to be this ex-up-and-coming Italian attacker, can't even play for Everton. No. Just don't rely on the Ev. That's the number one rule. Don't Don't rely. have Everton players yeah, right now. Just wait till something Ev. changes. Next up, Miguel Almiron. Yeah, you know, he started really well last year when he came, well, he came over in January, I think. Yeah. Had a really good second half of the season. And then... I don't know. He's just kind of fallen off Still this year. I don't. I, I think that because Steve Bruce plays a little differently, maybe his role's kind of different. I mean, I don't watch enough Newcastle. We'll have to ask Tony or something. Yeah. But <laughs> we, I don't watch enough Newcastle to say definitively, but I expected more. Yeah. And then now it's like the Longstaff show. So. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he, last year he came and he started playing well, but he still hasn't scored a senior goal for Newcastle, which is just Has weird. he not? No, he hasn't. He hasn't scored a goal He's yet. set up, though. He's yeah. set up several. Yeah. He's yeah. had assists, but he hasn't scored yet. That's Which crazy. In, I didn't and Atlanta United, he was the free flowing number ten, scoring goals, yeah. assisting goals, and and with Newcastle, he's kind of fallen off. Real quick on Newcastle, just real quick, 
uh, when Andy Carroll came on the pitch, I was with my friend, and I, I was like, oh. I can't even believe he's still alive. When Andy Carroll uh, came on the pitch. <laughs> he still has a career. I said, oh, Newcastle is going to win this game, and I bet money on it live, and they won. And I was like, holy God almighty. I love it because, like, Carroll comes on, and there's always just, like, this random hope that fills your heart. Yeah. I have no idea why. And then he scores, like, great goal. Breaks his tailbone, doesn't play for uh, two years. Yeah. <laughs> but I saw Andy Carroll come on, on, I knew Newcastle was going to win, and they did. Thank yeah. you, Newcastle. You set up, that was the greatest football I'll never weekend. talk trash about Andy Carroll just for that Everton semifinal. Yeah. And the, the, even the final against Chelsea, because he came in, scores a goal, then hits the bar, yeah. and it almost crossed the line. Did it cross the line? I don't know. Probably not. If they can have that one, and we'll keep Luis We'll Garcia. keep Luis. Exactly. Yeah. It's fair play. Exactly. <laughs> and also, in his first game, he scored the double against Manchester City. Yeah. Yeah. Like, won, With like, that 135-yard belter. Yeah. That was awesome. I always thought he would uh, he would pan out, but apparently it wasn't to be. Yeah. And last but not least, because we, we just got to be honest with it. We got to throw Liverpool players in there. I put a Regi Shat combo. Man. Backup Liverpool attackers haven't been doing that. From a points perspective, you're right. And you had Origi scoring like 94 goals this season. Yeah. I knew that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but no, I like from a points perspective, no. But like, I, I still like Origi's play when he comes on the pitch. He does affect the game in a positive way. Helps set up the penalty against Leicester and everything. So like, I'm not complaining about Origi, but like from a fantasy perspective, nah, yeah. probably not. Unless Mo's down for a period of time. Yeah. If like Mo's out for like a couple of weeks, then fine. But Shaq, I don't even know. I have no idea what to expect here. Yeah. I, ex- I expect at some point he'll get on the field and play a role for us this season. This upcoming run of games after we come back from the international break seems like a good time for that to happen. Gank. Gank. I'm looking at gank. Yeah. But, like, from a Premier League perspective, don't expect much. Yeah. So not in fantasy. Listen, just real quick on Origi. Sh- substitutions and shithouse goals yeah. in Origi. Name a better triplet. There's mm-hmm. never been. There's never been a better triplet. Uh, he's better off the bench. He's, Listen, be- he's better off the, the bench. The best thing about the penalty was that he does the flick over the defender and does all the hard stuff and then just takes too long, but it ends up being perfect anyways. <laughs> like, yeah. it's just the most Origi thing I've ever yeah, seen. It is. He fucked it up, but it still worked, you know? It, and football is nothing without Origi. <laughs> this is why we have video now. So we yeah, can, exactly, you know? So you can oh, appreciate right. our shirt game. That's enough for our discipline. What year is this from? This is, my, this is the first kit I ever had. Not this exact one, but this is the 2000-2001 away kit. Yeah, this see, like, I can't even remember. We won the uh, <laughs> FA Cup in this one. It's in UA. great shape, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. You, oh, well, so this is not the one I owned. Oh, okay. okay. The one I owned is, like, in a like a shadow box somewhere, like, right. tucked away. You bought this replica off somewhere? Well, okay, real quick, real quick. All right. I had to get... Oh, all right. Wow. The 17, yeah, too. Stevie 17, because that's the Stevie I, I fell in love with yeah. when I moved there. I won a 28. Yeah. Here's the interesting thing. Numerology. Are we into it, folks? Are we into numerology? Let's get into it. <laughs> Stevie Gerrard starts at number 28. Then right. he goes to 17. Then he goes to 8, right? Yeah. The difference between 17 and 28 is 11, like a striker. The difference between 17 and 8 is 9, like a striker. <laughs> he was the 8, the 9, the 11. He was all of them. And tw- 2 go. plus 8, 10. 1 plus 7, 8. But that... He was the eight, the seven. See, I'm the not nine. into numerology, okay. <laughs> folks. It's if you think about it long enough, you might get to where I was last night on my couch. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's international I break for you. <laughs> this is what's happening over at Listen, folks, House of Jordan. Numbers, are numbers, okay. And you can't numbers don't lie. Numbers don't. We'll lie. have to get into it on one show, but I saw an interview with him about. Uh, the ever the Derby goal where he cuts outside then hits that slicing goal back towards the opposite yeah. post and then runs the length of the field like yeah. in their face. 
He's like, I'd been get, he's like, I was taking a corner earlier in the game and I got coined. So like someone hit him with a yeah. coin. He was like, I just had to do it. Yeah. He's like, I might have gotten a little carried away there, but <laughs> just Listen, like running the length of the pitch in their face. Just to end the Stevie G discussion, uh, I'm probably gonna write an article at some point about why he's the greatest of all time in football. All right, and just be pre- prepared for it, folks. Listen, but is he the successor to Klopp? That's the question making the rounds on Rangers social media. top of the league right now. We'll see. We if he wins see. that title for Rangers, I mean, Listen, it's something. Steven Gerrard, definitely pick him up on your fantasy team, even if he won't give you any points. <laughs> Just is he available? No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still sign Lukaku if you want to. <laughs> Anyways, surprises so far. All right. Off the top. Mason Mount, been very good. He's been the one that's been replacing. Yeah. I picked him up it. just because I was like, well, let's see. And it was the week that we were going to play them, so I didn't play him because yeah. I was like, I can't be having that. And then he almost scored the And then he almost scores, yeah. yeah. And you're happy you didn't I was play like, him. oh, good, get him away from me. Because almost uh, is only good in horseshoes and hand grenades. That's right. So as my soccer coach <laughs> but no, he's said, had uh, He's had, what, two or three good games in a row, a couple of assists, a goal. Well, early like, part of the season, he's been the complement to Tammy Abraham and the driving yeah. force with – with Tammy Abraham for that Chelsea team, which yeah. is surprising because they're both youngsters. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that the two youngsters. They're an interesting team right now. This is actually the coolest, like Chelsea most interesting t- interesting Chelsea team I've seen since I started watching footy all the time, the Premier League. It's the least hateable Chelsea yeah, team. Yeah, no, it's, it's like the most I could possibly like them. Yeah. I mean, I'm I still, still not them, crazy yeah. about the fans. Yeah. but <laughs> Like, they still st- they still suck. Yeah. But, like, they still they sing annoying crap all yeah. the time, you know? Oh, it just, it's just when they play them, and as soon as they start singing about Steven Gerrard, I'm like, yeah, I do hate this club. <laughs> I do hate this club. I just, that, the, the Chelsea, 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 that, oh, yeah. like, oh, it's awful sound. You know there's more words in the English language than Chelsea. <laughs> you get a whole host of words. There's a whole dictionary of words. I don't know any of their real songs, like, other than the songs they sing about us. Why don't they go, I'm blue, I'm a lean, I'm a nine. <laughs> I, I, hey, Chelsea, give me some rules. He's throwing out his ideas. <laughs> He's got ideas all day for every club. <laughs> but, yeah, Mason Mount's been uh, driving force. Chelsea's been getting assists, been getting goals, and more importantly, playing on a consistent basis. Absolutely. Which is sometimes the only thing you really need on a fantasy team. I'm about to pick this next guy up because I hyped him on the last show, and then we said he was going to be a bust, and he's continued to be uh, awesome. I don't know what he's worth now. Probably could have made money on him at yeah. this point. But Sebastian Holler from West Ham. Yeah. Solid stats. I'm, i got to pull it up, but uh, – I think he's had like three games in a row now where he's either scored or assisted. Yeah. So he's been solid. And he's a big boy up there. Yes. I watched the Crystal Palace West Ham game. I hadn't really watched a lot of West Ham, and seeing him up there, he is a big boy. You know, what you don't realize like okay, he came from Eintracht Frankfurt, I think. Yeah. And like, I I kind of underestimate Frankfurt, but uh, Shoddy's boy, um, he hangs out at, at the Horse and Jockey sometimes. I can't remember his name right now, but he keeps hyping up Frankfurt to me. He's like, you got to watch him play. You got to watch him play. Like, okay. But I'm kind of like, maybe I do need to watch yeah. him play at this point because yeah. they've had several players over the last <laughs> few transfer windows that have gone out and done things in other leagues. So Yeah, plus, who's the American guy that plays there? Uh, the yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember his name. weird hairline. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name either. Just blanking on it's it. It's not Chandler. No. no. Oh, God. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, He's not in the Premier League. Yes. And you can't pick him up, so don't worry about Sebastian it. Sebastian Holler has <laughs> been... Uh, He's been out there like, holler if you hear me. You know what I mean? Uh, just terrible. <laughs> terrible. That was terrible. But, yeah, so as you heard here first, uh, David says pick him up, which means probably he's going to Probably pop. red card immediately <laughs> after this. Yeah. He, he also plays for West Ham. 
Because like, last time out, uh, Dave hyped up Masuaka and literally, or Masuaka. The next game, I picked him up, and the next game, red card. <laughs> Suspended for two weeks. You hate to see it, folks. Uh, but yes, yeah, so this is how I ended up in 12th. The key with fantasy is like the attackers that you have have got to be scoring goals. You gotta, yeah. you, and if the guy's scoring goals, get an assist, you might as well consider picking him up. Um, next up on the list, same thing. We talked about him last time. Jordan Ayu just continues to be the guy that's getting the goals and, 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 you know, driving the machine at Crystal Palace, who are somehow in the top four. Yeah, I mean, he only has three goals, and then they have, like, Van Anholt has scored two, and just, like, randomness from there. Yeah. But it's here's the thing about them. Like, at some point, you'd expect Zaha, who has been a disappointment, has to start scoring goals. So I like I don't want to overhype Jordan Ayew and say, like, it's going to be like this all season, but until someone else steps up and starts doing something, he is their guy. Yeah. So... And if the focus starts shifting towards him and then Zaha will get more space, they will like the the time period it will take for IU to attract attention as opposed to Zaha. Like Zaha just needs to have one good game. Yeah. And then all the Premier League defense is like, oh no, 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 stop marking IU. Let's go back to marking Zaha. <laughs> so like even yeah. if he gets marked out for one game or yeah, he'll yeah. he'll have the space and the opportunities in that Crystal Palace side. That's true. And look, they do have good fullbacks in Kelly and Van Anholt that get up the field and create things for their strikers. Yeah. So hmm. It's probably a good buy. Who would ever thought Martin Kelly would be in a sentence like that? <laughs> <laughs> you know, he wasn't half bad for us. He just kind of got put in a role where, like, he w- became this defensive yeah. right back slash center back. Because remember, he played center back for us several yeah. times. So uh, it's hey, not listen. his fault. It's not I'd his like fault. I like to pretend like I'm a genius for picking up Martin Kelly, but it's really that I had 4.6 million left. And, and that's the, what he cost. He was the only <laughs> player left that I was like, I think he will start. Uh, next up, we're going to go double Lester. First, Perea. Yeah, he's been good. He didn't have a good game against us, necessarily, but uh, the two or three games previous to that, he had been setting up goals. I, uh, did he score? He scored against Newcastle. Yeah. So I, I think, like, the way their fullbacks play is very similar to the way our fullbacks play. They're a good side. Like, yeah. they're going to have a lot of the ball in games. They're going to create a lot of chances through their fullbacks, through their wide play. I, I would definitely pick him up if he's available. Yeah. Um, exa- exactly. I mean, obviously, you know, that's I. I used to do NBA fantasy, yeah, so when available. I said he he is available in this, I'm used to like free agent waiver wires where like yeah. you don't know if you're going to be able to get that person because yeah. somebody else got him. So that's why I said it's a habit to say if he's available. No, he's available. He's available. If you have Just, if funds. you have the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and once again, like I said earlier. All defenders, wing backs, because they get assists, they get goals. Uh, so, and if the clean sheet happens, they get the same as the center back. So, I'm all for picking up wing backs. Yeah, yeah. Especially in systems like Rodgers, where the fullbacks. Yeah, have Chilwell, who's had a couple of good games, but he was hurt for like a while. So, I'm like waiting. The verdict is, or the jury's still out. Yeah. I'm waiting to figure out whether or not I want to keep power him or not. Might shift. Yeah. yeah. Might become a Perea thing and just dump him. Well, it could him. be like a Liverpool thing last year where the whole first half of the season, it looked like Trent fell off a cliff and Robbo was the, the world class, you know, assistant. And now it's switched back for a whole year now, oh. where it's been Trent providing all the stuff, and Robbo's kind of playing a secondary role. Yeah. It'll probably well, unless he's for- scoring off of Trent crosses. Yeah, it's true. It was such a ridiculous goal. Oh, when I saw <laughs> for that Salzburg game, when I saw Robbo in the nine, yeah. and it wasn't Bobby, I was like, oh, he better make this front post run. <laughs> and then he just takes it. I'm like, oh my goodness, it's about to happen. Uh. We're about to get a Trent Alexander Arnold pass to Robbo in the six yard box. <laughs> It is the most beautiful piece of football you have ever seen. It was. It was glorious. He plays, in that brilliant he plays, first half of that match. Robbo plays the ball into the middle of the park, and then he takes the underlap, and he just takes the space, and he keeps it's – it's one of my favorite runs of all time. 
It was. My, just, I mean, it still doesn't top his run against City. It's true. Where I just chased the entire team for twenty for five minutes just there, screaming just... freedom <laughs> the whole time. Uh, and lastly, from uh, Leicester, he, right. he scored against us. He's been playing well. He's been yeah, not yeah. even just scoring, but. Hitting in bangers. There's plenty of people at my pub who swear to God we should sign him immediately. No, there's this is going around a lot. Like everybody thinks we should sign him as like a Lalana replacement or something like that. I mean, I'm not against it, but it's what it would cost because yeah. he's he's English, right? Yeah. I was like, I was like, he's not from like, yeah, he's Ireland. English. Yeah, he's yeah, English. Yeah, he's yeah. English. Yeah. So uh, yeah, he's get, James Madison would cost. Oh, what do you think? Seventy million at least. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Leicester have been you know pretty good at getting top dollar for their talents too. Yeah, Mares, yeah. Conte, Maguire. Yeah, um, I'm sure they've been this, extortionate. This next <laughs> round, when they sell Tielemans at some point, um, they're going to get a hundred million. For yeah, 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 so it'll be expensive. But I wouldn't surprise me to see them just say, "No, we're going to hang on to Madison, no matter what." Yeah, so. I mean, if if, and if they look, if they finish top four, exactly, why wouldn't you? Why would you have any desire to sell anyone if you're actually pushing up the table and finishing ahead of the likes of Arsenal? If you're a player, like, United. well, we're making the Champions League. We're yeah. we finished third, like. I don't know why I'd leave. Yeah, there's like yeah, the the only move up is really to City or Liverpool at that point. And if you're Leicester, you're like in the last five years we've won a title and been in the Champions League twice. If let's say the table finishes the way it is now, I mean, if I'm a player, like this is becoming. United a, can't say that. No. Arsenal can't say that. If you're a player, you're thinking like, is this becoming like a big club here? And they've got a ri- they've got rich ownership. They've got a good sized stadium. There's nothing to. It's nothing to balk at. Got a rabid fan base. He had a good coach. They're the only show in town. Yeah. So yeah, there's the 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 recipe is there. Yeah. To to create. This. They could I mean, stick around amongst the top six for all. That's, that's a show years. for an entirely different like day. But like talking about how Lester kind of built this platform in a very smart manner and like it took a step back to go two steps forward. Yeah. But they're still going forward. Yeah. There's plenty of clubs that get in that top six. Burnley two years ago finished top seven, and now they're back down squabbling mid table. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Leicester, for the most part, they were what inches from relegation, and then went to win the title, and now are pushing for top four. Yeah. So it's a model for sustainability for some for some of those. Maybe we'll do a show clubs. on. Uh... You know, that, like how we built, yeah. uh, you know, kind of like the different methods and how approaches. How collapsed, yeah. you know, all yeah. that. All the really well, we'll do like 30 minutes on <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, okay, now here right. we go. We got some key suspensions slash key injuries. The right. first one, probably Bernardo Silva. We, it hasn't, the decision hasn't been made yet by the FA. But considering that uh, Harvey Elliott just got suspended for two weeks for a tweet about Harry Kane being a mongoloid, which is just a basic fact, <laughs> um... I don't know. It why. wasn't as offen- it wasn't like it's offensive, yeah. right? but you know what Bernardo Silva did far more offensive, far more egregious. Far you know, more... I like I refuse to pay attention to like city Twitter, yeah. so I didn't even see it. Yeah, until uh, it like was... I heard about it afterwards. It was bad. It was bad, folks. I don't care. Listen, I get locker room talk. I get all yeah. those arguments. The problem Wait, is... Wait, so he's going to grab him by... No, I'm no. sorry. No, the problem <laughs> is Twitter isn't the fucking locker room, guys. Twitter is the no, that's whole true. That's world. True. Yeah. And you can't throw that kind of yeah. stuff out on Twitter and think it's hilarious. Maybe Mendy does think it's funny. Maybe yeah. it's their like, inside joke within the locker room and they're all cool with it. That's fine, but... You the rest of the world's not going to see it that way. Yeah, exactly. And the... The rest of the world's not going to see it if it stays in that little bubble. It's no problem. Yeah. There's problem a safe is, space. Unless, you know, they put a camera in the locker room. The problem is, is if you're stabbing someone in your living room and you draw the curtains and people see it, it's murder. <laughs> so, wait, it's not if the dr- curtains are drawn? Hey, if a, if a tree falls in the wood and it, no one's there to make a noise or whatever. If a bear poops in the woods and no one's there to wipe his ass. <laughs> did he Did he need Charmin Ultra? Who knows? <laughs> 
These are the type of this metaphors. Is the, the, <laughs> now, now you're getting into a conversation about Twitter logic. Yeah. Because this is how logic works on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, all I got to say is, is uh, yeah, the, my metaphor is what I stand behind, and that's all. <laughs> okay, next up for interviews. <laughs> no, listen. Bernardo Silva should get banned. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised if the FA just were like, eh, because it's City. And it's yeah. not Liverpool. <laughs> well, like, all right, so Luis Suarez got banned for what? Eight? How many was the, the Patrice everything? The Patrice everything, I think, it was six matches. Six matches, and he said it to him, like, on a field. Now, yeah. like, I'm not, not going to excuse Suarez or anything like that, but what I'm saying is, like, okay, so if that's something that was only understandable between, like, two people, yeah. this dude put this out into the world. That and like, Luis Suarez and Patrice Evra both admitted, or mainly Patrice Evra admitted that he didn't think it was racist. Like, okay. He's like, I don't think he's racist, and I don't think what he said is racist. Um, but, but I don't think he should say but it. But he said something racist. You know, it was uh, like that, right? <laughs> yeah. And Luis Suarez, like, vehemently argued, like, look, it wasn't racist. It's just a common terminology where I'm from or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So if that got six matches, and then you got to consider John Terry got banned for what he did to, uh, what was Rio Ferdinand's brother's name? I can't remember his name. Les? No, that was the no. lead striker. Yeah, uh, no, I don't know. The other Ferdinand brother, he yeah. racially <laughs> abused him on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, I'm all, I'm all about kicking out all this stuff. Yeah. So consistency. Consistency the is FA the thing, though. Like you have follow, to consistently enforce the rules for everybody. The FA is going to follow the precedents that they laid out. Then Bernardo Silva is probably going to get a suspension. That's at least four to five matches, if yeah. not more. Um, and that he has been, he kind of turned it around and got. Because he was started the season, he wasn't starting. No. You were complaining about because you had him well, on your team. He's getting hockey assists and not starting, and it was like, very <laughs> annoying. And hockey assists don't get you points. Don't get you any points. So, yeah, he's probably going to get suspended, so just be on the lookout for that. Next up, the man himself who snapped his arm in half and got me only one point last week, uh, <laughs> Hugo Lloris, is going to be out for quite some time. I don't even know how you come back from that as a keeper. Yeah, like, that's a tough one. That's going to be a lengthy rehab process because, like, where it snapped, like, oh, yeah. I can't even – every time I think about it, like, my skin crawls, man. Yeah. And listen, Ugh. it's not like Spurs have been keeping the goals out anyways. So yeah, yeah. It's probably a blessing in disguise if, like myself, you had him and you're going to get rid of him. Um, yeah. Because, yeah, I'm going to get rid of him because he's just not – he's not even going to be playing. No, and they're giving up goals left and right. Like, they're terrible at the back. There's no team cohesion right yeah. now. It's just a mess. I would like nobody from Spurs, for not just the attackers. Yeah. No one. I don't just avoid often, them all right now. don't often like to quote, 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 quote Sir Alex Ferguson, but lads, it's, it's Tottenham. Tottenham. <laughs> That's the only. That's the greatest thing uh, Sir Alex Ferguson has ever done. It really is. I don't know. Well, I, so if you watch like old Ferguson clips, there's ones where he was like, "I'm not even going to say anything today. Don't even think about fucking this up. Don't even think about it." <laughs> that's all he said. <laughs> and they just like kicked him out of the locker room. You know what? I hate the club and I hate, but you got to appreciate. He it. had some gems. Yeah, <laughs> like, you got to appreciate. You don't it. stick around that long without being, you know, pretty boss. He's still Scottish at the yeah, end of the day, and he's still Scottish. So he still has a personality, yeah, you know. Yeah. A big just, one. Just a big purple one. <laughs> a big purple face personality. Last up, Mo. Mo could be hurt for at least one. One or two games. Yeah. I, it doesn't look. So I guess like the report said, what? It's a twist, not a sprain or a break. Yeah. But they're not going to take any. We're not going to take any chances with him. He's got to sit. Yeah. If if he's not a hundred percent, just sit till you are a hundred percent. Like we'll be okay. We all, you know, we do have Sadio Mane and Bobby Firmino and. Like yeah. one of the most talented squads around, so, so we can survive a game or two. I think all our main players are done with international duty by Monday. 
if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And he didn't even go. Yeah. So. so be on the lookout around Tuesday, Wednesday for team so, news updates, who's yeah. in training and who's not. And if Mo's not in training, then, you know, you might yeah. want to – if he's on your team, think about putting We're him playing We're playing border, a borderline relegation side next anyways, so yeah. it's fine. So just be on the lookout for that borderline <laughs> – Oh, the subliminal <laughs> shots. You got to love. That's why you tune in, Sorry, folks. I was just like, I, I got to get this in. All right. By the hype, we got three players down here. The first one, our boy. Allison. Allison Becker. I never sold him, so obviously I'm buying that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I had Nick Pope as my backup goalkeeper, and he's fine. Yeah. Like, he gets you, like, three, four, five points a game or whatever. Saves, so saves, clean sheets here and Exactly. There. Yeah. So I was just like, I'll just hold on to Allison and start Pope. Yeah. It's fine. So, so I, I never got rid of him. But if you did, probably time to get him back. Because to your point, yeah. we were talking a little bit off camera or whatever, but we were due for a stretch of clean sheets. It's been yeah. rough going. We'll so. get into it in the main episode. We'll right. bring Darius in. We'll talk about it. Uh, yeah, we're due some clean sheets. We haven't been getting them. It was our theme last year. It was just collecting clean sheets. I wouldn't be surprised if Allison comes in and we just start knocking clean sheets. Yeah. 20 straight clean sheets. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for me, I already have, three, I already have three Liverpool players, so it's yeah. going to be a tough decision. Same here. I, well, he drop, is one of them. Do so. I drop Robbo? Do I drop Mane? Do I drop Trent? No, Allison? none of that. Right? <laughs> Who's your, wait, so you got Lloris. There, but there's enough keepers around. Yeah. Like, who are you looking at? What, for a keeper? Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about Nick Pope, honestly. Yeah. Uh, it depends on, like, what I could buy, honestly, with the money. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking about possibly going and get Crystal Palace as a goalkeeper, <laughs> just just for the Martin Kelly Crystal, Crystal Palace <laughs> double up, just to giggle to myself when that happens. You uh, know, uh, who's the guy from Newcastle that's also like Dubravka? Yeah, Croatia's backup. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't mind getting him. But in my, in my head, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I want to buy into this because I do think we're going to get a run of clean sheets. I want to buy into this Allison and just start getting the clean sheets at goalkeeper. That's well, I mean, if you're going to get rid of anybody, it's got to be Robbo. Yeah. Sadly. All right. All right, so now uh, next up on the list for buy the hype, John Lundstrom. I mean, Sheffield United's Sheffield United's not really given up goals. Yeah, they're not. They've just been solid defensively all season. They gave us a game. They've been surprising in their form. Uh, yeah, why not? And he's a big boy, right? I'm, I'm pretty, he's like six three, six four, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, in the box, hey, you never know. That's the kind of team that's going to score a lot on corners and free kicks. So yeah. he's been yeah. hot cold, to be honest, because we looked at his stats. He had a couple. He had an early game where he got over ten points. And yeah. In the last week, he's had like two or three out of four or five, huh. where he's gotten over ten, and then he had one like seven point game. Um, but it's just one of those things for a defender, though. Yeah. You gotta those get, are solid numbers. You gotta have plenty of. You have to have players in your squad that are less value that get that get points. Yeah. Because you can't just buy all, a bunch of ten million dollar players because you only have a hundred million. You know. That's it. So it's a, it's possibly to go look at him because Sheffield have been doing well and he's been a contributing factor to their back line. And last but not least, one of our favorite players of all time. The man, the myth, the legend, Adama Traore. He's right after his old Uncle Jimmy, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're not related. They're not. But They're I not. just pretend they are. Yeah. The uh, pace on this yeah. lad. He just dusted the city defense like yeah. they were just like were standing still. That one on Odomeni, I was like, oh, that's filthy. Yeah. That is filthy. So I mean, Odomeni's terrible, but that's still turn it filthy. Around? Maybe it's on the back of Adama Traore. You know, I would have pinned it on Ruben Neves or, like, three or four other players. I mean, Diogo Jota's not doing it, so maybe it is Adama Traore. Yeah. A double against City. That's a 16-pointer that game. Yeah. That was a solid match. Listen, we are mainly hyping him because he beat City. That's pretty and much so it. so 
Eight but points I'll clear. take it. Eight points clear at the time. Knock on wood <laughs> that it stays like that, you know, all that sort of stuff. Real quick. I just, like I was saying earlier, I love that the city podcast or whatever, like, said that he was, like, a championship player at best, and then he doubles against him at the weekend. I guess that means your defense is a championship defense at best. I mean, at the moment, it is. So, <laughs> so here, real quick, the fixtures for the upcoming weekend, in case you're trying to make some moves. Everton West Ham, Aston Villa. Get Sebastian Holler. Yeah. He's going to score this week. <laughs> Aston Villa play Brighton. Bournemouth play Norwich. Chelsea play Newcastle. Leicester play Burnley. Tottenham play Watford. Tottenham might be able to turn around against Watford. I mean, yeah, I, guess, I suppose. Or it could continue in, the, in their whole like. Watford this, looks like a Sunday league team at the moment. So means Tottenham might be able to lose but. to them. Uh, <laughs> Wolves play Southampton. Crystal Palace play Man City, which last year gave us the, uh, the Townsend goal. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a gem. We're the only game on Sunday. Really? Yeah. We away to They United. shut down the country. Yeah. Uh, and then Sheffield United hosts Arsenal on Monday. So those are your matches. Once again, Jordan is top of the league. Jordan, Jordan is top of the league. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and Guys, uh... <laughs> let's get it together. This cannot last. This cannot last. I know you guys out there in the LFC Tampa universe don't have my number and don't get texts from me about how i'm top of the league but i do <laughs> so please help david out because he's i'm an i'm a i'm a sore winner i'm annoying i'm unbearable yeah i mean properly unbearable you got to give him credit he bought the european cup for this season <laughs> i am i if i'm not one thing i'm unbearable okay yeah if I'm anything, I'm unbearable, and I, I'm proud. He's of good him. at it. Yeah. He's good at it. I give him credit. Hey, listen, you gotta f- find out your strengths, your weaknesses, and a- and attach yourself. to First th- video, and we didn't bring the European Cup. And you know what? I brought the banners, and I forgot to bring the European uh, Cup. Oh, what are we doing? It's next my time. Fault. It's next my fault. time. But yeah, next time, get your fantasy transfers in. All right. If you want Make to join moves. the league, if you're at this point, you're still in, you're on fantasy, and you haven't joined our league, and you'd like to. Reach out to us. We'll get you the code. It'll just put you right in with your point total so you're not at a disadvantage. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, that's it for the fantasy show, and we're about to get into this next episode. About to do the uh, Tampa Bay Cop Talk main episode. So I'm, I'm Jordan. I'm David. Until next time, up the Reds. Peace.